Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So we all know Jerome Powell came out with the Federal Reserve, the FOMC, and they raised interest rates by 25 basis points. But what was rather unexpected is what he actually predicted with his fellow, well, I guess he's not a PhD, but with the other 900 PhDs at the Federal Reserve. And this was that we are not going to have a recession. No, 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 no. They called it off. I mean, they were expecting a, a soft landing, maybe, maybe a mild recession. I mean, you know, we do have to get the unemployment rate up in order to get inflation down. That's the way they see it, through the Phillips curve. So if we get the unemployment rate up, well, you would expect a, a mild recession. But now, no, absolutely not. We are not going to have a recession. The economy is on fire. It's booming. And we are somehow going to bring inflation back down to our target rate without increasing the unemployment rate or without even impacting the economy. It's going to be like magic. <laughs> you might be asking yourself, well, how will they do that? How will they make that happen? Hmm, that's a very good point. <laughs> how will they do that? All right, but let's get over to CNBC and check out what on earth Jerome Powell is claiming. Here we go. Fed staff economists no longer forecasting a U.S. recession, says Jerome Powell. The U.S. Federal Reserve Chair Powell on Wednesday said Fed staff economists no longer foresee a recession after the minutes from the Central Bank March meeting had revealed that the staff economists envisioned a mild recession. So when the whole entire banking system is imploding, and we're going back to March 2023, and they have to step in with this bank term funding program just so they don't all collapse, then they would admit, well, okay, we might have a mild recession. <laughs> oh, but whenever they kind of paper over it with spit and duct tape, even though we're still in inning, what, five or six, something like that, they say, oh, we've saved the day, guys. We put on our Superman cape. We came into the rescue, and you no longer have to worry. That banking thing, that was something of the past. The inverted yield curve. Oh, yeah, shh, shh, the, the what? Oh, oh, look, a squirrel. They always do that. Or the even near the near-term forward spread, which I just looked at, and it's still wildly inverted. And oddly enough, before they started raising interest rates, or even while they were raising interest rates, when they were still talking about inflation being transitory, the number one predictor of recession is the Fed's own near-term forward spread, which is still predicting a recession, <laughs> but yet somehow they're ignoring all the metrics that they looked at before to come to this conclusion, which would lead to the question, or which would beg the question, how, what, what are they thinking and why are they ignoring all of these things that they said were so important? Maybe just maybe it's because they cannot get the 10 year treasury to go up. And this is the only way to do it is to talk it up. We discussed that yesterday in great detail. Okay, let's get back to the article. Speaking at the news conference, Powell, given the resilience of the economy recently, and of course, they're just measuring the resilience by the GDP number that came out today that was higher than expected, like 2.3% instead of 2%, and uh, the unemployment rate. And then, of course, they're ignoring everything else. The Federal Reserve raised its key interest rate the 11th time in 17 months, a streak of hikes that are intended to curb inflation but that also carry a risk of going too far and triggering a recession. Let's go back and try to find a time when the Fed's interest rate hiking cycle did not trigger a recession. 
you've got to go back in the charts to the mid 1990s. But back then, the yield curve wasn't inverted. And it definitely wasn't inverted by 100 basis points like we see today. Let's keep going on down the article here. The move lifted the Fed's short-term uh, rate roughly from 5.1 to 5.3. It's highest level since 2001. And by the way, I would suggest going back to 2001 and looking at what the interest rate on the 10-year treasury was. In fact, I just did a little research here prior to this video. And I went back to kind of the time frame. Funds was over 5%. So you look at basically 1967, and it's pretty much, I think it might dip down a little lower than that in the 70s. But we know that the 10-year was way higher then. And it pretty much extends the Fed funds being around 5% or over until the early 1990s, if my memory serves me right. And at no point in time was the 10-year treasury as low as it is today. At no point in time. And I think that's something that's important to think through. Because you have to ask yourself, let's just assume the Fed's right. Let's assume that we have a very resilient economy and it's going to power through and we're on fire now. Everything's booming. It's the unemployment rate. Now we've got this good GDP number. What would the yield curve do? You've got three options there. Number one, it stays inverted for the rest of our lives. Probably a low probability. Number two, that it is no longer inverted. It steepens out by the front end going down. Well, that would require a recession most likely because that would mean the Fed's dropping rates. Or number three is the curve will steepen by the 10-year going back up. And it'd have to go back up to a rate that was over 5.5%. And most likely, it would have to go even higher than that because that when you have a strong economy, a resilient economy, the yield curve obviously isn't inverted, but it's not even flat. It's, it's, it's very steep. So let's just assume for a moment that Fed funds stays at 5.5% roughly. Okay, that would mean that the 10-year... It would have to be at 6.57% in order to have a normal yield curve, which would imply that you have a normal, healthy, resilient economy. So those, unless you want to consider the probabilities of the yield curve being inverted for the rest of our lives, I think we can pretty much shelf that one. <laughs> so basically, you're just, you're just left with two options. So what are the probabilities of the 10-year treasury going from, let's say, 3.84% where it is today up to, call it 6.5%, 7% versus the probability of the low end of the curve or the front end of the curve going back down below where the 10-year treasury is today. Obviously, there's no certainties, only probabilities. But I think anyone that's even giving this five minutes of thought would come to the conclusion that the probabilities are way higher that the curve is no longer inverted by the front end coming down as opposed to the long end going up. And that means recession. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. 
So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Powell said the central bank made no definitive decision, but made clear that the fight against inflation is not over. And so why is he saying that? Look, I don't think he believes this for one single solitary second, but he's just trying to get that long end of the curve up. He cannot do it. And, you know, no matter how much he's hiked rates, the 10-year treasury still hovers right around, I know it's up to four today, but right around, call it 3.5 to 4%, right around in that range. And in his mind, he's got to get that up to five, 5.5% in order to get inflation down to two. And if he can't do that through raising interest rates, because the higher he raises rates, the more the market is like, okay, well, that just guarantees a recession or that increases the odds of a recession. Then the only way he can do it is by talking it up, talking about how strong the economy is, the resiliency, the unemployment rate, and make the market think that, oh my gosh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, maybe he's right. There isn't going to be a recession. Man, oh my, well, if there's not going to be a recession, then maybe I should sell these 10-year treasuries that I have. So the demand goes down, therefore the price goes, uh, excuse me, demand goes down, the price goes, uh, the price, those bonds goes down as well, and therefore the yield goes up, and that has that trickle effect throughout the entire economy, which in Jerome Powell's mind is how you really get unemployment up to where it needs to be to get that inflation number down below 2%. He stressed that Fed's policymakers will assess a range in coming uh, data determining what action, if any, the next policy meeting. I guess the next meeting is September 19th through the 20th. But I think one of the main takeaways here is you, we all knew this, right? When the f- curve inverts, you don't get a recession immediately. It always takes a long time, always. And usually you don't even get a recession until the curve is no longer inverted. So to sit here and say that, hey, we've got some economic headwinds. Hey, we've got some economic headwinds. You know, you're sitting here pounding the table saying that. That doesn't mean that the whole world is coming to an end tomorrow. That's the way most, well, not most, but a lot of people, they listen to my videos. They say, oh, you've been predicting this for the last year. No, I haven't. No, I've simply been saying that if the yield curve is inverted, that means that the economy is unhealthy. And that means within a year, Two years, whenever the curve is no longer inverted, that means that the probability is high that you do get a recession. But the curve is still inverted. So yeah, the music is still playing. It doesn't mean that just because you have a recession, the the whole world comes to an end the next day. And if the world doesn't come to an end, then the yield curve is debunked. That's not the way it works. It plays out this way every single time. So why should 2023 be any different? But... What we do know is that when you usually get a recession is when everyone is on one side of the boat. So when the Fed is coming out and saying that they expect a recession, then I would argue the probability of getting that recession within uh, a short amount of time, regardless of the yield curve, is very low. But when the Fed starts a recession, it's not going to happen. We took, we've taken the uh, this prediction. This, um, we're now predicting that there's nothing to worry about because of resiliency and yada, yada, yada. That's when you know the probability of a recession actually happening soon is increasing substantially. Same thing with consumer confidence. Rising to its highest level in two years, great. This means everyone's getting on one side of the boat. Americans keep spending 
crowding airplanes, traveling overseas, flocking to conference concerts and movie theaters. Is that Americans or is that young Americans? Because this is another thing we've talked about on this channel all the time, that there is a massive difference between the increase in purchasing power for young people, let's say 18 to 24, maybe 30, 35, versus people that are 35 and older that actually have you know, kids to feed and they're paying, instead of going to the movie theaters, flying overseas to take Instagram photos and flocking to concerts, they're having to pay health insurance. They're having to pay for their kids' private tuition. They're having to pay like adult bills. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to disparage anybody, but you guys know what I'm saying. Usually at 35 and older, you got kids, you've got all these responsibilities that younger people just don't have. So the fact that we see the, the, the concerts packed, the movie theaters packed, kids traveling overseas to, to take their Instagram pictures, that doesn't necessarily represent the majority of working people in the United States. But that's what we're really seeing in the unemployment numbers and the quote unquote resilient economy. So there you go, guys. You can sleep easy tonight. You can rest well knowing that the Fed has come out and said officially that we are not going to have a recession. I know that makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> At least that makes me feel a lot better about being right that we most likely will have a recession <laughs> sooner than later. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.